Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Good morning, Dan. Well, gentlemen, here we are. We're a week away from the championship weekend, and uh, this is, I got to tell you, these, uh, these eight teams, they're the cream of the crop, and a lot of people think it's the best week of NFL football that you'll see all year. Yeah, I was going to say, if you looked at the eight teams, uh, which are the teams that you would, how would you rank the biggest surprises, maybe one, two, three? Obviously, we knew San Francisco would be there, Kansas City would be there, Buffalo most likely, but Houston, are you kidding me? Tampa Bay, Detroit, those were sort of surprises. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I wouldn't say Tampa in the sense that you still got a lot of the core that won a Super Bowl three years ago. And, you know, a young core, you know, you can say what you want about Baker Mayfield. He has bounced around the last couple of years, but he was the first pick overall and obviously has a certain, uh, you know, yeah. bit of grit to his career that, uh, you know, he, he's viable. And shoot, Mike Evans and, you know, uh, Godwin and those receivers, they make him dangerous. But uh, there's no question. Nobody saw the Packers go in and destroy uh, the Dallas Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys, they, they were the number two seed. Dak Prescott, yeah, his best year. Uh, C.D. Lamb, untouchable receiver. But, uh, and the Packers are like, who cares? We're going we're gonna to score on you now, and you can't stop us. And next thing you know, uh, it was over. Same thing with, um, with the C.J. Stroud. CJ, and and, and I, I, I guess this is the most surprising. Nobody, you know, we, we talked about the fact that no rookie coach, rookie quarterback combination had ever went and won a division and went to the playoffs and won a playoff game. But, you know, hey, you, you just kind of shake your head and say, it wasn't smoke and mirrors. They did it by, you know, making things happen and that was that wasn't some uh, run of the mill defense, you know. I mean Cleveland's defensive backs, they looked like they were very uninterested in tackling anybody. But that was the number one ranked defense in the NFL. Say what you will, they 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 put a boot in it. Uh which do you uh, which game do you think has the best chance of having the underdog win? Would you say obviously you uh, Baltimore's favored by nine and a half uh, according to Oakland Sports San Francisco same thing minus nine and a half Detroit is favored and so is Buffalo so which one of those ones especially the 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 two big spreads has the best chance in your mind of maybe having an upset? It's the defending Super Bowl champions. This is uh, obviously a lot of first this year. You know, and it's talking about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. They're uh, they're an underdog. They're on the road. Mahomes' first playoff game that he hasn't got to play at Arrowhead or whatever they call it today. Um, to me, you know, I don't know how they're underdogs, but uh, they are. And it's going to be a good game. You know, Buffalo. Buffalo has uh, reinvented itself. Josh Allen, you know, has kind of put the team on his back. Will that be enough to by this this matchup, I don't know. Uh, I got I, I to tell you, you know, it, you, you, you want to say, well, you know, it's Buffalo's time and, you know, the winds that have changed and now they're at Buffalo's back. You can't, you can't say it yet. They're going to have to prove it one more week. But 
the other underdog that has a great chance of uh, upsetting uh, the home team is Detroit. Uh, excuse me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into Detroit. Now, Detroit obviously has been a very solid football team all year. They've ranked in the top six or so of uh, you know the power rating all year, and Tampa has it. All that being said, yeah, it's, it's Detroit. They've won a, a playoff game for the first time in 32 years last week. How much? How many more first can they come up with? This would be uh, this would be a major accomplishment if they, they knock on Tampa Bay and and we just you know I just said Tampa Bay they're, they're gritty they're tough and uh, it, it, it again like I said all four of these games they're going to be they're going to be pretty exciting. Uh, uh, we're visiting with Dan Hampton, brought to you by Metro Towing and Central Termite uh, and Pest Control. A uh, big announcement yesterday, uh, sort of surprising. Actually, was the day before yesterday. Jerry Jones sticking with Mike McCarthy. Uh, were you surprised? <laughs> were you surprised, or do you think that's a uh, the smart move? Quite honestly, I, I, you know, look, you know, it goes in the NFL. It's uh, you know, a kind of a thankless job, but. but He's the guy. He's the guy that was responsible for not, you know, preparing and allowing. It seemed to be embarrassed that the pants pulled out at home. So, uh, what are you going to do? Say, okay, don't do it again, and run it all back. You know, that's another year of wear and tear on the market lawns, and 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 uh, you know. The running backs and, and CD Lamb and all, and you know one injury away from those guys. Not, I, I'm just saying, you know, every every season in, in a you know in a big sense is it's, it's, it's a special one time entity. The team will never go to some different people on the team next year. To say that they're going to have second uh, seed in the uh, in, in the AFC, who knows? So I. I I was I was a little bit shocked, and when you see, you know, Pete Carroll and 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 and, and uh, Vrabel and Vrabel, yes, and some of these coaches that, in my mind, they have a, a much more viable, you know, uh, vibe than than what McCarthy looks like. He's you know ordering from uh, a menu. When you look at him on the skyline, it's, Ouch. Ouch. It, 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 it's very shocking to me that you know it's very getting pulled the trigger. Well, you know what, Dan? I'm not I, I'm not a politician, so I can't tell people how to spend their money. I'm not going to tell Jerry how to spend his own money if that's what he wants to do. But I can tell me I don't have to spend my money buying Cowboys merchandise or watching the commercials on the game and knowing what product is being advertised on my TV when that goes on. But as a Cowboy fan, and I don't want to see anybody lose their gig, but he's not going to be getting No football coach is going to be getting a shutoff notice from the electric company or we're about their gas bill this winter, but it just drives me insane that you get him on here and he's talking. I'm a winner. We're gonna do it. And then in the, while he's talking, McCarthy that is about being a winner and this and that says, I know we haven't we haven't made the threshold of the playoffs yet. But well, that's everything. That's everything, Danny. And, and, and it's hard to believe that there's a disconnect between the head coach and and what. You know the fan is is expecting and demanding, and you know, hey, look, we've we've went through this. Obviously, the Cowboys having won a Super Bowl in twenty five years or whatever, but 
longer than the Bears. And we've seen, I mean, a, 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 a parade of, what would you call them, you know, uh, drifters like John Fox and, and Matt Nagy and all these, all these odds come through basically saying, oh, we've got the answers and Hey, we're winners, and we're going to get it that way. They don't. They don't. Right. Year after year after year. Yeah. The fans are, 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 are rake, and they expect more. And what we saw last week, and, and I hate to say it, I told you before, I, I picked Green Bay to upset them. Just cause I, just, I, I just think the whole thing is upside down. And when you're playing, I think, that, that quarterback, Dak Prescott, now don't don't choke. But I think he's going to get paid fifty nine point four million dollars next yeah. year for that yeah. that asinine you know <laughs> performance that we saw last week. Yes, you know I, I'm. Uh, it, it'd be really easy for me to say I'm not interested in ever watching it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and 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 here we are, and here I am complaining and bitching and moaning about. Uh, uh, the pro teams because of all the money that they're spending and and uh, and, and what I'm spending. I'm, I'm doing the same thing in college because college is the same way now. Now I'm able to do the same thing in college. I'm losing as a Cowboy and a Razorback fan. I mean, I've had a horrible couple of years uh, as far as football goes. And it's drive, it drives me insane. Uh, Dallas Cowboy fans like me, as old as we are, we're like full-service gas stations. There's not that many around anymore. I bought all in. Uh, and they better do something if they want to keep uh, – if Jerry wants to keep the Dallas Cowboys as the number one franchise uh, merchandise-wise or whatever it is in the world. But anyway, that's it. I'm glad I can enjoy the rest of the football season now without worrying about my team sucking anymore. Dan, we've asked you this uh, every year, I believe. It was announced that uh, Reba McIntyre is singing the National Anthem. Uh, national anthem rather. Uh, who sang the National Anthem for your Super Bowl in 1985? Boy, I have no idea. <laughs> I think you said that last time. Now, did you guys play in Stan- – no, what did you guys play? New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, it was the Superdome. New yeah. Orleans, and, you know, at, at the time... I know who it is. It, it, like an old place, it was, it, that thing was built in 75. We played 10 years later in 80, you know, in 80, January of 86. But all that, you know, being said, kind of, uh, you know, it was a different time. All that was the, uh, you know, the periphery. Nobody... Nobody cares. I do know that Dick Enberg and uh, and uh, Father Murphy, uh, what was his name? Father Murphy. Murphy. What's his name? Yeah, uh, uh, what, what, did the broadcast. Uh, uh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, they played for the uh, L.A. Rams. Merlin Olsen. Merlin Olsen, yes. Yeah, one of the great, great guys of, of uh, the world of broadcasting. He was, he was wonderful. Just a real wonderful, gentle guy. Well, it was it was uh, nobody did sing uh, for you, Dan. It was oh, actually Al Hurt. No, it's close, Roger. Wynton Marsalis, okay. who was a trumpet player. Interesting enough, the year before it was the San Francisco Boys Choir. The year before that, it was Barry Manilow. The year after Marsalis, and yours was Neil Diamond. Then they went back to the trumpet again, Roger, with Herb Albert, and, and then Billy Joel, Aaron Neville. But uh, yeah, you got to. And I'm sure you weren't on the field, or did they allow that back then? I never can remember. Did you want to come out with your sax? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In fact, I, I'm just glad it wasn't Bing Crosby or something really old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, the, uh, the, the there's become a much bigger deal since the since the eighties, you know, and also got to the nineties. What do they say? I mean, is it almost uh, it's a big uh, deal now? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge deal, and they're paying now, aren't I th- they? I think they are not yeah. not a ton of money, but you know, you get enough exposure that. Uh, and remember last year, Chris Stapleton blew everybody away. Uh, with his version, I like at least a lot of people I like it. I think I'll go back to Prince. We all know Prince. Prince did the, uh, probably the greatest one in the rain. Probably the best one of all. Yes. Michael Jackson's done it how many Michael times? Michael Jackson was big. I mean, that, yeah. that's huge. That was that. Of course, Whitney, uh, Whitney. No, no, no. Michael she Jackson did the didn't, do the, didn't do the national anthem, but Whitney Houston, Faith Hill were, were very big. Is this a time when you get sort of jacked up? Well, I'm thinking halftime. I'm as, sorry. Yes, right. As a former player that... Uh, you obviously was a special year being in Chicago, or does it is it like any other time you sort of gotten past that 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 uh, football Super Bowl feel? Well, I don't think you ever get past it in the, in the sense that you know so much of your life you uh, yeah you know it was kind of like you kind of ramped up, and this was always you know the paydays, the payoff of the season, and and unfortunately, you know, I, I, I you know. Backward Rogers, and he, he, I, I just, I, everybody, the Razor X, the Dallas Cowboys fans, all of them, they, you know, every year they, it lands with a thud. There's nothing really good. There's no payoff. And, and I know, and, and I mean, we were kids, you know, I was 18, 19, 20 years old, but there was a conscious level of awareness on the team, you know, guys like Bo Busby. Yeah, and Gerald Skinner and some of these, these these guys, they would we would all talk about you know every game matters blah blah blah, but it's about trying to get into you know the the bowl game and try to win the national championship. And it, you know, three years we were you know right there in in, in the conversation, and, and 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 that was what made it you know worthwhile, what made it exciting, what what kind of was easy for the coach. I'll never forget. Um, I think it's Cotton Bowl. We got some kind of a, uh, it was a real knockoff cheap Rolex watch, but it said Cotton Bowl on it. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and Joe Fred Young was our, our freshman coach. Then the next year when he was running the scout team, he'd pull that watch out there. All right, guys, come on. And they'd point at the watch and go, it's what we're working for. <laughs> and it, it was kind of, it was, in a way, it was kind of, uh, you know, bizarre that he would kind of mock it. But, that's what it was about. It was about us working towards, you know, getting into the bowl game situation with a chance to win the national championship. And and, and year after year after year, and, and, and you know, now with the NIL money, it, it's just everything seems almost upside down. And the, the team concept, the, what would you, what would you say, the, you know, the, the team focus, the goal, it's all about each, each individual Stats and all that stuff, and and and, and something on the Landon Jackson, you know, him coming back this year. Yeah, he could have probably went somewhere in the low first round draft, but it, to me, it's like he's coming back for something besides just himself about the team. That's the kind of attitude we cut into. Hope that's the case. Uh, Dan Hampton brought to you by Metro Towing and Central Termite and Pest Control. All right, uh, before we let you go, what is your lock of the four games? Which is your lock, the Dan Hampton lock this weekend? All right. Guys, and this has happened a number of times where you have a a road underdog that not only covers but wins, then has to go back on the road against a higher seed. It's happened like 15 times. Well, that would be Green Bay going to San Francisco, and it's 14 and one where the 
the home team was basically laying in wait, you know, not only covers and wins, but uh, does so in, in a pretty decisive fashion. So this week, you play the 49ers, and uh, you can hit the trough as many times as you want. All right, Dan. Thanks, buddy. Uh, getting getting to the end, getting to the finish line. Almost here. We appreciate you, man. Have a great weekend. All right, fellas.